As different as they all are, all four Gospels start with one man introducing Jesus. He was eventually murdered, but today we're going to learn a little bit about the character and message of John the Baptist on this episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Help me out by rating and reviewing the podcast on your podcast app to help others find the podcast. And don't forget to hit follow so that you never miss an episode as well. Okay, let's get to today's episode. We call him John the Baptist, and the translations that we read also say John the Baptist, but he actually wasn't a Baptist. The Baptist Church didn't start for 1,600 years after this, at least. It's a little more accurate to call him maybe John the Baptizer. Well, either way is fine, but I don't want you to think that he's a Baptist in contrast to a Presbyterian or a Methodist. Those didn't exist at the time either. Anyway, John the Baptist was a little weird. He was a bit of a spectacle. Apparently, he was living in the wilderness of Judea, the desert. And Matthew 3, 4 says that John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. He wore camel's hair clothes. That's itchy. It's, it's like burlap or something like that. And he ate locusts and honey, bugs and honey. That was his diet. And honey is basically sugar. He ate bugs and sugar. No wonder he was a little bit strange. And apparently people would come up to him and confess their sins to him, and he would baptize them in the Jordan River. He called the religious and political leaders of the day, you brood of vipers. You got to remember that these are not just people who were well respected by the society, but they were also the governmental leaders in a society that was not democratic. They were not exactly ruled by a system of laws. There were laws, of course, but they could be overlooked fairly easily. In other words, this was a time when you just didn't do the kind of thing that John did, or you would be killed. And in fact, John was killed later in his life. Maybe I'll do an episode on his murder someday. Well, he mocks the Pharisees and the Sadducees for being proud of their heritage, proud that they are children of Abraham. And at that time and that place, those are fighting words. And by the way, without going too much into it, the Pharisees and Sadducees, they hated each other. They were kind of like the MAGA crowd and liberal Democrats getting together to come see this guy out in the wilderness who's causing such a ruckus. And they get together on their hate of him. But John doesn't really care. He doesn't really care what people think. He was a little bit crazy. He's out in the middle of the desert, yelling and screaming, Repent! Tell me your sins! What did you do? I'm not sure, but I can picture him with wild, crazy hair, a humongous wild beard that he hasn't groomed in a long time. He's just a crazy guy with wild blood sugar from eating honey all day, which, by the way, do you know where he's getting his honey? He's out in the desert. He's not getting it at the local grocery store. He's raiding active beehives. And he doesn't care about getting stung. He just wants the honey. He is a little bit off his rocker, and he's attracting a crowd. Furthermore, when we see him at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, he's wearing a costume. He wears a garment of camel hair and a leather belt. That's the same thing that the prophet Elijah wore. 
You can read about that in 2 Kings 1.8. So he's dressing up in these rugged clothes that were worn by one of the most famous Old Testament prophets 800 years before he lived. To put that in context, who is it that lived 800 years ago from the time of this podcast? Uh, Genghis Khan or Jeffrey Chaucer, somebody like that. So it would be dressing like dressing up like Genghis Khan or Jeffrey Chaucer all the time and doing the same things that they were doing. John is taken on this persona as an Old Testament prophet, a wild and crazy guy causing quite a ruckus, and he's a preacher. So what is his message? Well, the Gospels tell us his message is, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then Matthew tells us that this is a fulfillment of the prophecy from Isaiah, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Then Matthew tells us in chapter 3, verse 7, when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Well, now what's going on here? This is a basic message of repentance. But as crazy as John is, this is not like the stereotypical street preacher calling for repentance. It is just as in your face as that, but the message is actually quite different. Let me show you what I mean. In typical hellfire and brimstone preaching, uh, it goes something like this. You should repent. Well, why is that? Because hell is coming. But John's message is repent. Why? Because heaven is coming. The action is the same, the behavior is the same, but the motivation is worlds apart. Why should you repent? Because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's not to stay out of hell, but it's because heaven is coming. The kingdom of heaven is coming, and of course John is introducing the king of heaven, Jesus himself. The kingdom is coming because the king is coming, and his kingdom comes with him. Now, what does this mean? Well, When the king comes, you clean up. When I was little and we had special people coming over to our house to visit, we would clean up the house. And if they were really special people, sometimes we would wear special clothes. And when the king comes, you clean up. When I worked at McDonald's in high school, I remember that the CEO of McDonald's came to visit our store. And we had every single worker at the store, working there at the same time. That never happened before or after. It was crazy. We had four people wandering around the lobby looking for the smallest scrap of lettuce that might have fallen from a table to pick it up right away. Normally, we would get out to the lobby maybe once an hour to get the major spills, but not on that day. No amount of trash or mess was tolerated. There were two people who worked the fry station together. They did nothing else. That was crazy. Because that's what happens when the CEO comes for a visit. You get ready. When the king comes, you clean up. John the Baptist's message was, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, the king is coming, clean up. This is a message for us too. What parts of your life need to be changed? What parts of your life are not fit for the arrival of King Jesus? Well, I will re... re, uh, Revisit John's message. Repent. The kingdom of heaven is coming. Clean up. Confess your sins. Feel sorry for your sins. Change your behavior. The king is coming truly. We don't know the time or the hour, but he is coming. Will you be ready? Are you ready? Get ready.
I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. I would love to make season two, but I need to make sure that it is worthwhile. So I'm paying attention to three things. Downloads, feedback, and money. It costs money to publish a podcast and not a small amount of work. Now, if you'll give me just $5 once, I'll give you your own private podcast link that will have all the episodes from season one without any advertising, plus 10 extra bonus episodes. At various levels, you'll also get a lot of other cool stuff. Now, I'm not looking for a subscription, just a one-time purchase that will help me to know that this podcast has been helpful and that you would like me to make another season. Look for the show notes of this episode to find the link to give money. Podcasts are getting gobbled up by big corporations and conglomerates. Independent podcasters like me need your support. Thanks so much.